0: Join us this April 2nd and 3rd for the Worship Audiovisual Experience Spring 2024 Conference and Expo happening in conjunction with the CAVLO event. WAVE and CAVLO are bringing more than 50 leading manufacturers and service providers to the Gaylord Opryland in Nashville, Tennessee, showcasing the latest technologies available for your church. WAVE will be providing conference education to take your production and worship to the next level by learning lighting, sound, and video techniques as well as leadership in advanced technologies like AI usage. Registration is just $99 if you register by March 5th for the conference. The Expo Pass is always free for everybody, so make sure to bring your entire team to see all that the exhibitors have to offer. Register at wave-event.co. That's wave-event.co today.
1: attention all churches and organizations. Are you looking to amplify your message and reach your community in a powerful way? Introducing Podcast Made Simple, the perfect solution for churches and organizations, and even yourself, eager to step into the world of podcasting with ease and confidence. Our Beginner Course serves as a comprehensive guide helping you navigate the ins and outs of podcasting effortlessly. From selecting the right equipment to crafting engaging content, podcasts made simple provide step-by-step guidance tailored to your needs. No more struggling with complicated technology or feeling overwhelmed by the process. With our course, you'll be recording and sharing your message to the world in no time.
0: Podcast Made Simple helped our church connect with our congregation in a whole new way.
1: Thanks to this course, our message is reaching more people than ever before. Don't miss out on this opportunity to engage your community and make a lasting impact. Enroll in Podcast Made Simple today. The link is in the show notes or visit our website, InvisibleMediaConsulting.com. Yes, welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson. And what we do is talk about church in a very, very different way. We talk real life, technology, <laughs> where they intersect. We've been through all people here. are all people. Welcome to another episode. Welcome to episode number 109. Can you believe this? One or not of the of the of the church sound podcast. We also know that we have on well now on Fridays. It airs on Friday. I forgot to even say that. Now we air on Friday, <laughs> midweek service, which is our technical show, and the perspective would be airing on Saturday. But right now, the perspective is on hold. Um But so right now, we only have two shows a week, which is Tuesdays and Fridays. Um Like I said, we're in the middle of a season three relaunch, very excited, has some very exciting guests that we've been stockpiling these shows, um, getting ready for the um, fall. so we're we're very, very excited. But inside of that, we always like to bring you some great, great, great content. On um, the midweek services, those are pretty consistent. so um but with these the the main show, we' we're, right now we have to do recap shows until we get some other things going on. So today's show, you know, I can't say today's show, but over the last three weeks, we've been talking about volunteers. Um, We talked about when to let a volunteer go. Very popular show. We also talked about the importance of the volunteer. And now we're going to get into the nooks and crannies. And I have a great guest. Great friend, great engineer, aside from being a great recording artist, um, Sean Slaughter appeared on a show, I want to say about two years ago, and it was called Good Servant. Wrong position. <laughs> good good servant. Wrong position. How many how many times have you gone into a church and said you know, the greeter is very aggressive. <laughs> he should really be on security or she should be re- really be on security. Or you've, you've listened to someone who's singing lead and you go, I, I, I don't, they should be acting like the choir. They should not be singing lead. You know, good good servant. Wrong position. You can have a great heart but not have the skills for the position or not have the, the wherewithal to absorb the pressure of the, of, of the position. We all know that the AV position is a, is a power pack position. It's priority first. Something's always wrong that you're fixing. Whether the, whether the audience knows, whether the people on stage knows, we know that we're constantly troubleshooting. Some people cannot, so they, can't, they can't function in that type of pressure. Because Sunday is Christmas. Every Sunday. Every Sunday, it's Christmas. Meaning that it's a holiday. It means it's, show, it's showtime. Not in the sense that it's a show, but in the sense that we prepare so intensely that when something goes wrong, we have to be able to move on a dime. Some people can't handle that pressure. Which means you have to move them to a position where they can thrive and flourish. I've often said I'd rather be in a room full of people who are in their passionate position. Meaning, if you're a graphic artist and they have you doing voiceover work, and you really hate doing voiceover work because you don't think you have a good voice, but then someone says, hey, listen, I saw your graphic work. And let's put you here. That person is going to fly. That person is going to thrive because this is something they would do for nothing. You don't have to pay them. They get up drawing. They get up scratching things on paper bags. They, They get up with their iPad creating things, creating logos, coming up with different ideas. That person in the right position will fly. Good servant, wrong position for Sean Slaughter. Take a listen. Well, that, that segues right into our topic, which yeah. is good servant, wrong position. So before we dive into it, I want to read a scripture. I mean, Galatians 5 and 22, which speaks of the spirit. It's love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. And you can have all those things and still be in the wrong position. Mm, facts. Yeah. You can have all those things. Right and still be in the wrong position. So before we get started, I going to I'm gonna give get our guest up here um for the question.
2: Okay.
1: Hello. Here's a pass up now. Hold on the video. Oh look out here, look at here. Here's a here. Look how like you got that voice. Lord of the show. Hold up, hold up. Let me get my hip hop. on. Get me, do my hip-hop here. <laughs> That's what they call H dudes, boy. Which I know about that there. H dude. being and it with us. all back the devil, back to school, back in the day, back in the day. God bless your heart, boy. What about we doing a question? I got a question. What if you got somebody? that you got it. Stay in that car, stand flatter. Mm, I can't say it, almost crusted. Almost crusted. What you do when you got somebody? They just, mm, Lord have mercy. Well, that's my question for today. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Brown, Pastor Brown. Listen, y'all, you, y- make sure y'all checking out that podcast. Make sure y'all checking out that poke case. And Mrs. Lauder, uh, tell your pappy that give me a call. <laughs> God bless y'all Hello. Yeah. Oh my goodness.
2: Right. Something wrong with us, man. Something wrong with us. But it's all good. <laughs> it's the good wrong
0: man. <laughs> this is a deep question. Yes. It it's a deep question. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why it's a deep question. This question has has to do with a couple of different things. Um, man, it's a deep question. Um, so here's here's where my mind goes. The question has to deal with volunteered staff and paid staff. The question has to deal with um, large church and small church. Sometimes black church and white church. Yeah. Um. And so the, the question is, you know, when you have somebody that's in a position and they're just not qualified, great, great person, everybody loves them, uh, a, a man, a woman of, of honor, um, respected, Integuity. all of that type stuff,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they ain't and on the line. And it's not doing, right. doing a good job. And I think uh, for me, everything falls on leadership. And so. Yeah. Okay, so here, here's how I would approach it. Um, first thing, what kind of church do you have? Um, a lot of our larger churches have paid positions, and those paid True. positions, you know, they come with training. Mm-hmm. Um, they come with education. Your larger churches will have, you know, and, and this kind of shows you even even the mindset a lot of times of churches. Your biggest, 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 biggest church will have one full-time paid engineer. Like that's how you know the church is doing it. Right. Because they have one, like, I'm talking about like Joe Osteen, like T.D. Jakes, like like we doing it that big. Right. One full-time paid engineer and everybody else is volunteers. So so if that's the standard. Right. You know what I'm saying? From an engineering standpoint, we want to have one full-time paid engineer. When it comes to mediums and other smaller churches, it's almost like they don't even have a shot because all you're going to be really, really be doing is pulling in volunteers. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah. I, I think that's the first dichotomy is like the haves and the have-nots. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's 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 help people, right? Let's help people. So you have a small church, you have a medium-sized church, you're working with volunteers like most churches, and you have somebody let's say that's in the engineering that's not cutting it. Honestly, it's a sol- it's a quick solve. If you have enough money in the budget right, to put flowers on the stage and you got enough money in the budget to get a new new pulpit, and new pews, or enough money in the budget to get a shiny new cross, take that engineer and send that engineer. And it's not going to take you. I've done trainings where in a month, right, I'll do... Uh, you know, maybe maybe a, a Saturday, and I'll do, and I don't really do this anymore. But I'll do like a Saturday, like six hour,
2: right? And and then
0: I'll do a Sunday, and I'll do that three or four times a month. And by the end of that month, what I what I'm doing is I'm giving um, engineers kind of the basic, like, okay, if you know, and, and people say about this, this is a ministry, so you got to give them that mm-hmm. ministry mindset. Sure. This is a ministry, but then you give them the basics when it comes to of mixing and frequency and, and really, what are you looking for? Right. But they have to have training. You you cannot expect, I'm not going to blame that volunteer because somebody right. had no, to put no, no. that volunteer in position. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm going to go to leadership and be like, <laughs> you know, what's good? How come this dude, you've placed this dude in, in position to fail. To fail. That's he right. may be the, he may be the only one that is willing. Praise right. God. Right. Right. We're glad he's willing. We want, want one, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but if he's willing, let's go ahead and get him from training, so that you know what I'm saying he could be somebody that is technically sound, right. as well as ethnically and morally and spiritually and biblically sound right. as well. Sure. Right. And so so sure. I'm, I'm going to put that put that on. I think
1: it starts. You know the funny thing, like we I, I've, I've I've told this story a few times on the show, but I I I put a console. I put a Midas. In a church, right? And initially I met with the staff and I figured out that like in a lot of churches that the, the head guy didn't know too much. He just was a faithful guy. Great guy, faithful guy, great guy. So I went to the pastor in their in their executive um, leadership. I said, Hey, listen, this console is about six thousand dollars. Why don't you get a console that costs about 3000 and take that money and then train the engineer to run what he can, what I know he can run if I give him the right training. Right. And the church said to me, "But well, we want the best.
0: Oh, Lord.
1: Mm-hmm. And I said, well, yeah. he... He he can't run this because he's not trained to run it. But we have somebody here that can help him. I said, but he's not here when I'm putting this board in. He doesn't know where the lines are. He doesn't. Know. Right. And this is this is another thing that I figured out. So when I got to the church, and I started you know redoing the lines, and I said, well, I'm listening. To, I'm I'm playing the house and I'm listening. I'm like, why am I? I said, I said they they had the subs on the arcs. So I'm like, I said, why am I here? Why am I here in full range? So they had an analog console before, so they were running through graphs, you right. know, graphic EQs. Whoever put this system in put in four full range 15s in the wall, it, but, but no in a wall, but you no know, with the, with an opening. Stop and it and just just scooped it down at 60. Stop it. So they never did really have a real sub. They That's just had 15s. They had full-range speakers behind the wall.
0: Right. And they had and they had eight, four on each side.
2: Thanks.
0: Wow. It was probably knocking. I, I can tell you that. It's probably knocking and, and sounded super muddy. I yeah.
1: Mean, yeah. Right. Like, right. It did. And I was like, I'm listening. Like, but I say ought I to say this is that sometimes um, some churches get in their own way when, they, when they're looking at how they look as opposed to
2: yeah.
1: what's best. Right. Exactly. Moving forward because that, that's like giving a, a three year old a license and saying, "Hey, listen, go move my car." Right. Yeah, he's going to have an accident, and sh- for sure enough, you know, they have to call me back and right, right, to, to reset things. But what, what, what do you have to say?
2: I know, just just as a piggyback, what I'm what I'm hearing a lot of times is um, when we go to churches, it's like many many pastors, and as a pastor, I, I feel like I can say this: we have a event mindset. We look at the service as an event. This is the event that's going to take place, as opposed to looking at it as kingdom, which means it's got to have longevity. It's not an event. Sunday is not an event, and I, I love the fact that my brothers been saying for the longest. Let's get away from just focusing on Sunday. This is kingdom every single day. So guess that means that every person in my ministry has to have legacy. This is this is how we live. This is what we do. This is it's not okay. Okay, it's Sunday time. No. Because if I just, if I focus in on just Sunday time when people come in and it, it's got to sound jazzy and powerful and popping, well, that means my engineer's not getting trained because it's just for the event. Because you're rushing through Sunday. He's just coming up for the event. That's it. So I don't see that as, wait a minute, though. There's much more than this. It has to be. And I think that that has to change as a pastor. I think that and I, I, I've known some pastors that have that same mindset. They... they they address it like, okay, we we know your know, Sunday's
1: coming up. Yeah, but what about the rest? There's more than that. There's so much more than that. Yeah, training is so is is, is so important. So, like, what, what, what's your um, Sean? What's your concept for training?
0: In, in what way? What do you mean?
1: I mean, when you have, say, you go to visit a church and they say, okay, listen, I need you to train my staff or train my engineers. Like, what's what, what do you start with? Like, what's your right.
0: process? Um and 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 before I say that, I, I Caleb just said something that, that really uh stuck out to me. Um, the, the event thing. And you just said something, Caleb, where you, you the idea that I got as you were talking was this is not just a Sunday thing, it's a legacy thing. Yeah. And 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 what's interesting about that is what you're really saying is it's it's a discipleship thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Like, if I work for Amazon.com, well, maybe they were in the news, but if I work for, like, one of these things, <laughs> or, or Google or something like that, right? Sure, sure. And and one of the things that that they tout uh, concerning... perfect Here's a perfect example. Starbucks, okay? My wife's a therapist, and uh, she uh, provides therapy for Starbucks. For Starbucks. Right. For the police. Starbucks... Um, gives you like full health benefits if you do a minimum of 20 hours or more. Um, Starbucks allows you to uh, put money in stocks if you do uh, uh, a part-time 20 hours or more. Wow. Uh, Starbucks has something called a family day where every year they invite their employees and their families out to this huge event where they feed them and all this, not just the employees, but employees and their families that's discipleship. Yeah. Because Starbucks is saying, or, or any other good company is saying, I want longevity. Exactly. I want legacy, right? I want these people to go from, uh, uh, you know, making a frappe to maybe becoming a manager to maybe exactly. becoming executive. And and in order for me to keep these people long-term, um, I have to not just put a one-time investment but I have to show them that I'm here with you for the long haul. Yeah, And so I think take I, I, that's what spoke to me. when You said that, Caleb, taking that same mindset to that volunteer. Hey, man, you have, you really have a heart for sound, but you know nothing about sound. Let me invest in you. Exactly. Because if I invest in your passion, not only is God going to use it to bless you outside of here, he's going to use it to bless us. It's going to be a win-win situation. Yep. We're growing together. Yep. Um, uh, the Five Levels of Leadership. And uh, and John Maxwell talks about how, uh, and T.D. Jake says it as well, how one of the highest levels of leadership is, and a leader just basically has followers. One of the highest levels of leadership is when you invest in something. The highest level is when somebody follows you because of who you are. Exactly. Yeah. But the level that you want to be at is somebody follows you because of what you've done in their life.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's where, anyway, that, that, that's where that took me. Um, that's awesome. I think that's important. And, and I think that's discipleship. It's not, it's, it's the whole man. It's not just biblical, but hey, man, you want to do sound, man? Let's get you a couple of classes. It's the whole man. Um, <laughs> when it comes to training, I think the first the first thing that I do when I train is I have to talk to the engineers to see if they really want to do this. <laughs> that, that's I got to see where their heart's at. Because a, a lot of times, they're doing it just to fill in. And God bless them, they're doing it to fill in. Exactly. Right? And, and so we have those two ones. They both don't know nothing. One really, really is interested. He doesn't know nothing. One is just like, I got a heartbeat. You need somebody, I'll do it. Right, right. Um, I got to weed that guy out. And, and I love him. And and Because you wanna, you stepped right. up, bro. You, you, you didn't want to really do this. Right. But nobody else was raising their hand, so you raised your hand. Mm-hmm. So let's get him in a position where he can win and be fruitful. You know what I'm saying? God bless this dude, but, but let's not have him flounder here. Because if we put him in this position and he does not do well, we might scar him exactly. from church. You know what I'm scar saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you <he laughs> could destroy crush parts like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're doing a conference, you're doing a say, no, and then, you know, Sometimes pastors be getting out of pocket because, you know, everybody got emotions. They get mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or say something to you. And it's, and in your mind, you like, I didn't want to do this, but I volunteered. Bet, I ain't doing that never again. Let, let, let's, let's take his heart and let's try to find him Find him a visit. Man, we really appreciate you. We want to use you. Where are your talents? What are your gifts? What do you love? That That's the first thing. Let's, let's kind of weed that out. And I'll talk to the, the pastor. I'll be like, look, after having a conversation, this guy and this guy really, really want it. This guy and this guy. Find them another place in the ministry,
1: right? Don't that's sit good. them down. That's good. They're but willing. That's, but that. that's
0: wisdom. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's leadership, bro. And I think it's leadership. Yeah, yeah. A lot of what we're talking about is just is is just a, a poor, not a lack of leadership, but just poor leadership. So right. once once I have those guys, um I think the first thing that I do is whatever board that they're they're on. We, we, we have to go through the basics of the board right just learning the board mm-hmm. and generally what they know is they know how to turn the board on they know how to turn volume up and down right and that's kind of it um, one of the, the two main things that i typically start with outside of you know kind of like like um this is a ministry type type spill and, and mindset right you i always start with mindset right this is your approach um after mindset, when I start getting technical, I, I start with frequency, bro. <laughs> I, I, go, I go with frequency and levels. That's good. That's the whole service. If you never add reverb, if you never add a delay, so I do frequency and levels. So, so the first thing that I'll do is um, uh, so, uh, um, a lot of times I... Well, during the training, I'll do it um, sometimes during a, or one of our sessions, I I say, we'll be doing like a practice or, or a rehearsal. And I'll be like, hey, hey look, just let you know, there's going to be a lot of stuff going up and down. So I, y'all just, fo- y'all just, you know, focus on your monitors. Don't worry about the house. And I'll work on just hearing, right? Just hearing. What do you hear? Levels. Um, here's, here's where the kick should be. Here's where the snare should be. And and I and I'll mix it like the way, the, the way I mix, where I start with my percussion first. Here's here's where your percussion and, and it's not just telling them what, it's why. If you exactly, can tell
2: them,
0: you know what I'm saying, if you can tell them why you're doing what you're doing, when you leave and they get in trouble, they can they have to make a decision. They have to problem solve. And in order to problem solve, they have to know why they would do one thing than the other. Gotcha. So I explain a lot of why. That's so, excellent. You know what I'm saying? Here's here's our our um our, our kit. I start with this, then I bring my bass up. All right, and this is my foundation right here. Here's my mm-hmm. drum, here's my mm-hmm. bass. This is why my kick and my snare sitting here, my hi-hats and blah blah. blah. Here's where my, my, my meat is. This is my bottom. This this is my foundation. Now, what's your main instrument? Keys generally. So let's bring our keys. This is gonna hold our melody. Right. And then um, and then everything, and, and I, I do this thing called a uh, front middle back. Where my drums are up front, my bass is, is up front in, in a sense. My keys up front, and then everything else is going to fill the middle and the back, right? Okay, uh, that's good. My, my my main instruments that are that are filling melody and, and moving the song are up front. But then you got. But then you have other instruments that are um, synthesizers, right. you know, other than the main synthesizer mm-hmm. that are uh, complementary. Yeah, complementary, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? and are they in the middle or are they in the back you know what i'm saying this is why it's important for you to be a rehearsal because you need to know uh that complementary middle instrument may solo right uh it may pick up melody in the second verse it may pick up melody you know what i'm saying uh, a a lot of songs especially like them hill songy type songs yeah 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 those synths will 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 start off as the introduction right right <laughs> And then as a song gets in, they drop back.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so I, I go over placement. Just... That's so... It, here's what things are placement. And I get I give them a template. Start with your drums, start with this, start with that. And just, just kind of start with those basics and then feel. Learn your songs. You know what's going to happen. Um, and then from there, if they have a, a praise team or a choir, that's a whole... That, that's like a whole... like. Band is like one session. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hooray's team is a yeah. whole other session. Voices is, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're because right. voices, if you're using clicks, uh, uh, when am I blending more background with this? Who am I keeping really low and who am I pumping up? Um, you know, how long, who, who am I hiding? Who am I hiding? Yeah, no doubt. All day long, who am I hiding? Who am I just using for sound? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Not interfering sound, but right. just <laughs> sound, right. Right, just filling the spot. <laughs> so I I really stay there, and I do a lot of um. I and you know I'm a teacher, my trade. So I I'll have them. I'll teach them those fundamentals, and then with me, I'm a throw a dude in there. But I'm with you, so let so let's do it during service. So let's do what we just did yesterday on Saturday. Let's do it now, but um. Man, I this can go on forever. It's harder to do this <laughs> if your band does not come in for an early rehearsal. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, Definitely. Definitely.
0: <laughs> definitely. Uh, if, if look, if if you're if if the praise team is not coming in, you know, a uh, uh, two hours, 90 minutes, whatever the time is, sure, to get their 45 minutes in. I know they practice throughout the week, but to get their 45 minutes in and they tighten up or, or whatever you're going to be dead in the water. Yeah. Your first song, your first two songs are going to be um a sound check. No, your first song is going to be line check.
1: Yeah. Your <laughs> second song
0: will be <laughs> sound check and the third song will be like rehearsal. <laughs> and then, then by, the, by the fourth song you got it and we done, right? Exactly. And um wow. But but but, but anyway, they they need mm-hmm. that immediate practice. It can't be theory. You the one thing that you cannot do is that I can't um, teach you the board and then teach some mixing and then teach some EQ and then teach you where the reverb's at and then teach you where the so-and-so's at and I've talked and pointed and you touched and da-da-da-da and they get to a ser- service. High pressure, high pressure, high pressure. So here's a piece, let's do a service. Here's another piece, let's mm-hmm. do a service. So, so services have to be um, in training for me you know what I'm saying? I I I have to be there monitoring because what we learned on Saturday we're now going to do on Sunday or what right, we learned so. Saturday morning we're now going to do Sunday night what we learned Friday night we're now going to do Saturday um Saturday once I get through that I go straight to frequency and and I and I do basic not like a deep dive but I do basic like this is bass this is mids um this is treble and one of the ways that I like to teach at frequency is I'll I'll um I'll uh take some mics, turn them all on, and whee- oh take one mic, really. Whee- start. All right, go ahead and find that. <laughs> find, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Start, start queuing up. Where the where the heck is that thing at? And um <laughs> because generally every building has a resonant frequency, it has a, a peak somewhere because of the, the construction. Right. right? So everybody knows you got this building. You got to take out three hundred. This mm-hmm. building, I take out eight hundred. Right? It's always like three hundred or eight hundred or something like that. Right? And um, and so if you're there every Sunday, things will change because of temperature and so, but it ain't gonna change that much. Right? So so know your building. Know your frequencies. This is your range of base frequencies. This is your range of mid frequencies. This is your range. And I and I try not to get too deep. Um, I try to. I here's how deep I get. If you want more umph in your kick, this is where you're going to have it, right? Just basic stuff. I'm not going to teach you anything with the snare because the snare is always the loudest thing in the building. Mm-hmm. It's all the way down yep. <laughs> because you don't have a cage yep. or you open cage and it's overpowering. So we're not going to do any snare frequency, but let's go over the kick. Let's go over the vocals. Let's talk about presence. Um, let's talk about warming the vocal up. Let's you Samuels. know, do you know, a lot of vocal EQ yeah. because that's where your frequency stuff and, and things going to be like. Um, I'll do um, EQ with uh, your main keyboard, sure, to make sure that that your if you have keyboards running through subs and not overpowering the bass. So you got two bases, you know, and so I'll, I'll I'll talk about that. You know, putting the puzzle together. If your bass is in this frequency. Why does your keyboard need to be all in? The, you? You don't have to right. shave a little bit out so it fits like a puzzle, so that so that your bass is really playing the bottom of your keyboard, right? You know and it's not oh, just it's, different things like
1: that. Yeah, you're, right. you're not having a Muhammad Ali Joe Frazier fight with the bass frequency, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and and so th- that that's really basically um, my approach. We train. Uh, mm-hmm. On, a, on a, a basic concept, we work it out during a service and typically it's learning the board, very basics of the board because I'm not going to be here all year training y'all. So we're going to learn the basics that you need, need now. Then we're going to learn some leveling. And then once we learn leveling, we'll learn some frequency. If I can teach you that, I feel like I can step away.
1: Yeah, you can get, then they can get through a Sunday. You know, the funny thing is like, I don't want to name churches, but I, I I was mixing at a church
0: uh-huh.
1: and <laughs> and all the volunteers, you know, you know, and I, they know me when I come in, blah, blah, blah. And because I have a certain style that I mix from and I, and I use certain nuances, you know, this is the question I get. When are you going to show me how to do delay?
2: <laughs> everybody. Everybody wants to know. Everybody. It, everybody. 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 Yeah, but think about it. Think about it, P. When you first started DJing, what was the first thing you wanted to learn? Where the Echo was. Well, <laughs> no, not when I was DJing
1: the first thing. I want to know
0: how to scratch. I want well, learn scratch. how to do that I first. Want,
1: but- I, want, I want to get the Echo <laughs> machine so I can go, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: want, to
1: know to, I want to know how to scratch. I want to know how to scratch.
2: Everybody wants to start off scratch because yeah, yeah. that's the exciting
1: stuff. So reverb is exciting, Oh, uh, dude. It's it drives me crazy. You know when I say, <laughs> and then when I say, well, what you need, what you need to do is learn how to engineer. So you need to come sit up here with me, and watch. That's what you need to do is to mm-hmm. come sit up here and watch. But you said something I want to get back to. You said you can you point out the person whose heart is not in it, mm-hmm. and talk to leadership to have them move to a position where they can be most effective. And I find that because me and you, we, we did business together. So we, we understand each other is that you want people in position where you could, you want to pre- create a position where it feeds their passion. So sure. You get the most out of them because it feeds their passion. Right. They don't get the most out of it. And in turn, it's reciprocal to the organization. Right. So if I have someone who, is, who doesn't fit the position that I have as a leader have to find a way to put them in a position where they can succeed, which is in turn reciprocal to the ministry. Yes. You know what I mean? But if you're not thinking that way, and if mm-hmm. you if you have a closed minded perspective, is I put you there, and you know you you faithful. I need I need a man of God there, you know, can be there to 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 to, to, to pray over to pray with the peoples, and um and we'll talk about that feedback later. You gonna talk about it next week?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it' gonna happen.
2: Right, exactly.
1: But I find that it's so amazing to me that a lot of churches won't even do that; they'll just. Just keep this person there to die. And then at one point, that person is going to get fed up and you're going to look around. They ain't there. They're going to be gone. they will be gone. You're going to come yeah. in on Sunday and go like, hey, where Bobby at? He ain't turned the system on. The lights ain't on Bobby's yet. a Muslim now. Don't even worry about
2: Bobby. <laughs> Bobby's gone. <laughs> got him a cart and an
1: icy truck. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, <laughs> he got his oils and stuff. <laughs> And another <laughs> thing, is like even working with the music ministry. It's like that's why I find it so crazy when I go to churches to do training and I and I'll say to the pastor, listen, I need to I need to train your music ministry and your audio team and your pastoral team because everyone uses the equipment
0: and everybody needs to be on the same page. See, but P, what what you're talking about is what's missed a lot. You're talking about organizational development. Right. So and what you're also talking about is how come that's the only dude that signed up for to engineer? Hmm. Right? So, organizational development. So, did a concert one time in Buffalo and uh, it was me and my pops again and um, it was in a small theater and I want to say it was a large church and I want to say it was probably about I don't know, maybe 750 people in theater. Those were all the church volunteers. What? The concert was a surprise concert. So, so all the volunteers, they brought them to this concert. They brought them to this theater. And I, I think that they thought that the pastor was going to like, give them like a little thank you. And they were going to eat. And the pastor came out and said, ladies and gentlemen, it's just my pop. He came out. It was like, oh, <laughs> and basically it was a surprise concert as a thank you for the volunteers. Wow. All 700. Now, you know why they had 750 of them. And so that says a whole lot. Yeah. You know what yeah now, you know, why they had seven hundred fifty of them. So but that's organizational development. It's it's understanding how to take it. Yes. Yes. You're, you're a pastor from that spiritual standpoint, but you're also an organization, an organizational leader. From a people standpoint, yeah, and you have to know how to take people, take care of people, right? Right. And 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 it's funny, it's funny how sometimes ministers um (laughs) can be so good with the spiritual aspects and not the kind aspects. Exactly. Mm. Wow, you know, so true, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if 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 I was a leader in my church, or I was a pastor in my church, right? And I had to say. I was on board or something. I had to say. And we we're like, man, we can't get no volunteers. I know we got like, you know, there's like five people in the church. I know can sing. You know they can sing too. They right. be singing at the club on, on, on Saturday. They got they got a whole band. How come yeah. they don't praise him? Right. You know what I'm mean? saying? Yo, you know, so-and-so so forth, you know, he uh, you know, he do, he does sound on Broadway. Broadway. Right. But he ain't doing, how come he don't want to do sound for the church? Right? And um, I think a lot of times those people don't come because they just feel like they're going to get used. Right. And um, and, and, not, and, and here's the funny thing about it. I'm not talking about paying people because mm-hmm. people want to give. Yeah. And yeah you're and giving. You see volunteers, you see people do this, Save the Whales and and, and the oh. A-S challenge. People want to help other people. Exactly. Exactly. But they don't want to help other people um, in something that's a mess or, or, or in a way that they're not going to be appreciated. And sure. so I think if I was on a board, if I was on a pastor team, I'd be like, look, um, how come every quarter we're not having something for our volunteers? How come every quarter we're not uh, celebrating our volunteers? How come we're not doing in a service just a random, uh, uh, you know, we want to thank so and so forth? How, how come we're not, um, you, you know, sending a volunteer on, on vacation? Right. You know what I'm saying? This volunteer just gave so much. Just how, how come when we're, we're not constantly consistent because volunteers are the lifeblood of the they church yep. and the church can't run without them. No. How come we're not taking care of these folks um, in a way that makes them fall head over heels in love with the ministry to where they tell their friend, maybe you should join. And not that you're going to join because you want you to get a vacation. But man, they, man, they really love us. They love us, right? They right. really take care of us. They appreciate us, right? Right. Because they want to give, right? They, they don't want nothing in return, right? You know what I'm saying? But, but, but every human at the end of the day just wants to know I'm appreciated. I'm yeah. Right. You know, you I'm, how much you know? They
1: know how much
2: you care, right? And I think one thing happens too a lot of times as pastors when we when we tell people they're supposed to do something. Okay, I need you to go do this. What that does, and a lot, and I, I pray the pastor that's listening right now hears this what that tends to do, it takes a person from servant to hireling. Mm. You've just made that person a hireling to come in. You didn't hire him with a paycheck, you hired him with your word because you have the ability to speak and to declare and position somebody because you have influence and you can use your influence and make that person a hireling and they will show up every Sunday and they will do the board and they will be in praise and worship. But when you have, what I come to find is that when you have those certain situations where you need them to show up on time, they're not going to show up on time because I'm a hireling. I, I'm not taking care of the sheep the way you take care of the sheep. I'm not going to do what you want me to do. I'm going to do what I feel I can do within the confines of what this hireling role and responsibility looks like. That That's why we have people that we can say it's a good position, but the wrong person, because right. a lot of what we've done is we've created people and put them in positions where their passion, their their joy, they want, like you said, they want to do but when I when I'm told to do something, and then I say, okay, fine, I'm gonna go do that thing, you've just made them into a hireling. It's hard to to navigate that person out of that place, and then have them be as excellent
1: in an area of ministry as they could be, and they and they'll do more for you. I mean, I can tell you a story that kind of lends to what you're saying about organizational development. I worked in Sam Ash maybe huh, maybe like 1999, and. I came in and within three months, I was the number seven salesman, 45 stores. I was first year I sold million and five on my feet on the floor, no phone calls, nothing, million five sales. How I did it was this. Every Saturday, I would buy lunch for the guys in the, in the warehouse. Mm. Every Saturday I will call down and say, Hey, what y'all want for lunch? And the first yep. time I didn't said, What you mean what I want? I said, yo, I'm, I'm gonna treat y'all like tell everybody, get, tell everybody get your list together. Just let me know That's what it. you want. I'm gonna That's go it. to the store, I'm gonna get you what you need. I'm going to Burger King. Y'all want Whoppers, what y'all want? So that first Saturday I said, okay, cool. So you want a Whopper, you want a Whopper Junior, you want this, you want fries, you want onion rings, okay, cool. You want orange soda, you want Coke, you want Pepsi, okay, cool, you want lemonade, okay, cool. I'll be right back. Went to the store, came back with lunch. Be like, yo, here. Just want to say thank y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. Every Saturday, every Saturday, I would call down. They thought it was gonna be one time. Every Saturday. Hey man, mm. what y'all want for lunch? Amen, hey, y'all want for lunch? Hey man, you want for lunch. During the week, when new items would come in, you know who they call, right? Mm. A P. Yo, we got five new Tritons downstairs. We got yeah. Yo, we got five new MPs. Oh downstairs. Yeah. All right. I don't tell nobody. Give me a second. I call all my industry friends. Just Blaze. i call them all. Like, yo, got the new 3000. Oh, for real, P. All right. I'm coming now. All right. You'll call downstairs. You'll put that aside for me. You'll put that aside for me. By the end of the day, I'm like eight grand.
0: Mm.
1: But you invested. But I invested in them. And you're saying the same exact thing. It's that, and even, even when, I became a boss at my at another job. I would bring I would every Saturday I would bring I would bring donuts and stuff just because.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yo man, I appreciate you man. Yo, I got breakfast. Don't even don't even bring nothing. This, I know what you eat. Don't even bring nothing. I got it. Yeah. Why Small. ministries don't
0: do that? Small tokens of gratitude go a long way. They and, do. and I always say, you know, it's it's a shame. When the ultimate human service organization, which is the church, Whew. does not is not is not as good as Stomp, is not as good as Chick Fil A, right, right. <laughs> the, <laughs> ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate no. human service, and and so and 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 uh, you know, understand. We're, we're, we're still talking about sound, right, yeah, right. <laughs> we're still talking about sound because. This is what it takes. Man, I remember this church in Florida. This uh oh man, what is the pastor's name? Plantation, Florida. It may have been Plantation Worship Center. And uh the pastor, his uh his sister was the sound engineer, best sound engineer. She's my top three that I've ever met from traveling. And um, you know, she was she was the type that would take all the knobs off the board and you know clean around them and take the top of it. Like, she, she was like one of them. Wow. One of them, okay. Like, one of them, like, yeah, I got nothing on you, sis. She was <laughs> bad. Man. She was bad when it came to sound, boy. She was, I mean, she was just, wow. she was, she knew everything. Man, she was so smart and knew everything. And, um, but, um, and of course, it, it was her brother, but, um, she was the head sound engineer and she had other engineers. And, uh and the pastor really took care of them, like really showed appreciation to them. Um, it's it's very easy. It's very easy to discount um, kind of a volunteer. It's very easy to say, "Well, you're doing this because this is your reasonable service unto the Lord." Right. This is and for the Lord, it, right? It's for the Lord, and and it is, it is. It's, it's almost like a teacher. Right. As a teacher, so many teachers are frustrated. Because they say, well, you're, you're teaching the kids and they're our future and so on and so forth. And they're like, yeah, we get all that. And that's why we're here. But we still want to be appreciated and remunerated.
1: You yes, know what I'm no. saying?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, so in, in the same way, it, it, it it's not taking away from their reasonable service, but there is a, 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 a level of gratitude and appreciation. And, and to me, again, that's part of organizational leadership because the leadership. Systemize that like that right. should be part of the system of how right. how things are done. You right. know what I'm saying? We bring somebody in, you know, here's how we treat them the first couple of weeks. Here's what we do the second couple of weeks. We ask them if they need any training, we ask them da-da-da-da. We, you know, and 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 what's funny is, man, this is this is a good conversation. What's funny is uh we systemize the first-time guest, right? Oh, gosh. Yep. So, yeah. you get the card. <laughs> yep. get the oh, my gosh. A week later, you get the basket to your house. Yep. Yep. Then, a week later, you get the, do you have a friend? We systemize that. Then once we got you, stop all that. Yep. You in there, buddy.
1: Right, right. right, It's like a bad marriage. <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but if that person has taken the next step to say, I want to serve, um... Take, take you know, uh, take care of those who are the pillars and the. Sure. And again, I'm not talking about you know cutting them a check. Maybe I ain't talking about cutting a check, but I'm not talking about paying them or giving them a. You know, you're, you're going to have your salary employee. I'm talking about those sure. volunteers. tokens, just like what you did, Pete. You know what I'm saying? C- continuous tokens of gratitude and appreciation sure. go a long way. Some and sometimes it looks like training.
1: Yeah, and it and it, and it goes so much further Like a kind word it's, 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 it's cool to someone to tell someone thank you It's even better to show someone thank
2: you Sure mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean?
1: Sir. You go out of your way Hey, listen Like I remember one year I bought 40 43 people $10 Starbucks cards Mm-hmm Good Lord. And I went to everyone's desk and be like, hey, listen, I just want to say thank you. Hey, this is from, who this is this from? It's from me. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. I just want to say thank you. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Hey, hey, listen, man, uh, have a good day. Enjoy your breakfast. And I did that for 43 people. Mm, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Out of my own pocket. Right. Because I knew that in turn, they would it that's would good. make my job easier because that's I'm good. paying it forward. Right. So in ministry Like As a ministry head As a person Who is Over an AV ministry Or what we call Audio-visual Video live now Because that's a whole other thing We can talk about Yeah mm. What are the things That you think People would appreciate more Other than a kind work
0: Well I, I think training Is The mm-hmm. one um, I think Man, this, this, this is a good one, too. A lot of times, people serve in the ministry because they want to get close to the ministry, because they have issues that they're facing. And sometimes being part of a church, being part of a ministry is is almost like a breath of fresh air. It's almost like, man, I got this hell going on at home. I got this hell going on at my mm-hmm. job. Right. Um, you know, coming here and being able to serve and give, um, the church should be the ultimate resource center. So, we're, we're, we're talking about specifically those that are serving, right? Right. Right? Specifically those. And, and, and this, of course, extends to, to, to the church family. But we're talking about really take care of those that are, that are serving. You might have, you should be the ultimate resource center. If you have somebody that comes to your church and is doing the sound or is doing the camera or is or is doing the live stream, and they lights cut off. You know what I'm saying, right? Or they hungry, or there's a mental health issue, or man, we're, man, we're the ultimate resource center. Man, you, man, man you serve us. Right. You have Sunday and every Wednesday. You're faithful. You're you're, you're wrangling up volunteers outside of the service. You're you're so and so and so forth. Man, you have this mental health issue man you have so on and so forth how how can how can we help right you know'm out outside of just the words what can we do that there is there is no reason that there really shouldn't be a a uh <laughs> a, a, a a like a people fund like uh yeah 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 you're right you know what i'm saying when All when right. the, when the NFL players go on strike and they're like yeah hey, i need everybody to throw their money in the pot you know what i'm yep. saying so 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 that so that we can take care of the, the the you know the young Tom Brady I'm good but we need to take care of these other you know hundred thousand dollar cats getting checked by check
2: right
0: and I don't see why those who are an intro let, let me tell you something man first time I went to Joe Osteen's church um, when he first took over from his father I wrapped it I wrapped in his youth group it was a <laughs> it was a brand new youth group of two hundred kids that's how big oh my god that. <laughs> 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 what. Oh
2: my well, God
0: Joe Osteen had just This is not his new building This is way back In mid 2000 Whatever When he
2: jumped right off The camera into the pulpit
0: <laughs> Right off the camera Into the pulpit Right he owned, he owned some stations And stuff like that He was a businessman he Jumped to the pulpit And this is maybe like Year two And he had a brand New youth ministry And it was 200 kids bro And they were They, they were wild too Uh Cause it, 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 it was 200 kids Like the, like You know They just They just couldn't handle The growth And um but I remember, oh, man, I remember three people, um, and it, it's probably maybe seven to eight. Now, this church, the church at the time probably had 8,000, right? Um, and this is in the early days when Israel was kind of, no, Israel was in Dallas at the time. He wasn't even at posting. But um, um, he had these, these three or four people that basically when it came to uh, bringing in guests and, there was three people a husband and wife team and a guy named Dylan mm. they they did everything so we went to Old Church multiple times and Dylan would always pick us up and it was, it was me, my pops and Bobby Bobby played keys and Dylan would always pick us up and whenever Dylan would drop us off he would give each one of us $100 right so Dylan would just pick he, yeah just now Dylan was was a random, low-key, like a low-key white dude, just like picking us up. Like you don't even just regular, you know, the church pickup dude, right? Right, right, right. You know, church pickup dudes use the, the loneliest dude, right? <laughs> right. So <laughs> So third third year, Dylan, Dylan again picks us up, gives a hundred dollars. We thought for some reason, we like, why is Joe like we're getting honorarians? Why you know, why are you doing something? not like? No, I'm giving you hundred dollars. Well, Dylan, what do you do? Oh, I own five Cadillac dealerships in, in the uh, neighborhood, I own three Cadillac dealerships and two um detailing, and I have a staff of <laughs> five. So, so the, the <laughs> guy that owns five Cadillac dealerships is driving you is driving us, is serving us. <laughs> exactly. Then we get dropped off for of the church and the husband and wife team, they're the ones that uh they set up to make sure the hotels were good. They would make sure the keys were good. They make sure the food was good. They make sure the basket were good. They make sure we got picked up on the time. They make sure that this happened. They make sure the po and it was like it was like four people that ran the whole thing. This mm-hmm. huge, huge ministry. And you'll notice that every ministry there's a core. Oh yes. Yeah. And, and this core, a lot of times, I don't care how big the ministry is. This core, a lot of times, it's not even bigger than ten people. No, you know right. what I'm saying. There's this core group of people that are literally, if you take that those pillars out, the roof falls. Sure. And then from that core, it's, it's almost like concentric circles, like like, right. like a, a dartboard. Right. And um, those those folks really need to be taken care of uh, spiritually. Um, if there's any issues financially uh, uh, again not that not that they're working for hire but um, you know if you want to build a strong healthy ministry yeah where people walk away from Chick-fil-A or they walk away from Starbucks or they walk away from Google they be like yo that's one of the best places I've ever worked
2: right
0: you want somebody walking away from being yep. an officer being an engineer being a camera eye, and being like yo I love being there You was right. a camera eye, bro Yo, right. I loved being there. Exactly. Man, I love being there, man. It was, it was awesome. It was cool. Man, we prayed. Man, it had some issues. They, they helped me with that. They, you know, they, they were flexible. They, you know what I'm saying? I just, I love, you want somebody to walk me I love serving there. Yeah. And I think I think every pastor that's listening should say, How, how can we for for those concentric circles, especially for the, for the one right in the middle and the yeah. one right outside of that? Because that's that, that right there Is your foundation How How do we Outside of the salary You know what I'm saying Just paying them a salary Or so on and so forth How do we really 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 show gratitude And take care Of those That, that are inside And make sure that Um We're taking care of the whole man And what right. We're asking him to do We get them some training Yeah Saying like, know, like It's a simple ask
2: It's funny Um P, you said something when you were sharing as well that kind of helps that good servant not to become the wrong person or even that wrong person to become a good servant. You said, I gave out of my pocket when in fact you gave out of your heart. Mm. And we who carry the spirit of God as pastors, as leaders, this and I think this goes back to the fact that it's bigger than Sunday. We have to be multitasking in our minds. Okay, yes, I got to prepare for Sunday, but how have we prepared for our volunteers? How have we? How have I prepared for the engineer? How have? How what what have I done for my is assistant? What 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 are we doing for the youth group and the all? This has to be on your mind. You have to be constantly thinking about, and not just thinking, but doing, positioning, getting these people to know we appreciate you so that that good servant doesn't just want to remain in the wrong position. They know that even in this wrong position, because not that the position is wrong, I'm just not prepared for the position. And your past, as a pastor, I'm thinking, I got to put into this person so that this good servant remains the good servant. But now that position becomes better and greater because they're there. And it was, it wasn't out of your pocket. It was out of your heart. Of your heart that, pocket. Because the Bible says out of the heart. Yeah. Right. That's what, that's what pro- produces and reveals the truth of a real person, of a real man. It's what's in their heart. That will, that tug will cause you to give and touch and speak. And hey, let's get this boy, let's get this guy some training. Let's do this. We got to get back to heart heart loving. That's what Jesus did, man. He was all about heart. And I see that in my brother and I see that. And I've seen that in some pastors. I haven't seen it in many, but I've seen them himself, you know, and they are really making a difference. We're in the areas of those that serve in the ministry. Definitely.
0: Amen. I, I I think too to add on to that, you know, the the, the reality is, is that in you know in, in a lot of churches, pastors can't do everything, right? Right. And so they have to put people in people in in, in, in power and in charge. And so it's almost like I've been in churches where the pastor because because even this needs training and this needs pouring in and this needs development. I've seen a pastor choose a couple to be in charge of the marriage ministry, mm-hmm. right? Why? Because they're married. Right. You know and exactly. that's, that's cool. Like, that's right? the definition. you got to married. All right, cool. <laughs> Check the box, right? Um, <laughs> but then it's like, okay, if you're going to be in charge of the marriage ministry, not that you got to be therapist, not that you got to be so-and-so forth, but um, whatever God's vision is for that church, for that marriage ministry. How can we, because you're going to be managing these group of volunteers. Right. How, how can we help prepare you through training, through whatever we need to do to manage this? Now, if we're talking about sound, you know what I'm saying? Sound will probably come, come under like a general volunteer ministry, right? And, and what you, you may not have as specific as a marriage ministry, maybe in a large church, right. either, but Generally, you may have somebody who's in, in charge of the volunteer ministry, which includes the ushers and the sound and, and, and so on and so forth. Um, but in the same way, shoot, if I was going to put somebody in charge of volunteer ministry, I'd send that person to go, man, go, uh, you know, I, I want you to go take some classes with the United Way or go take some classes with the American Cancer Society or go go go, go see how they build their thing. and And... And even better than that, how do they, how do they reach and take care of their people? Because I'm going to put you over over ministry because really the pastor, the CEO, he's the point man, he's going to delegate and then it's really going to be the, that's the way it should be. And and not that he's not going to be there, but that's how the church grows through the body. And so it's going to be those people that he puts in charge. They're going to have to have a skill set. They're going to have to have a heart. They're going to have to have an influence. They're going to have to have a vision. Right. Um, to say, you know, we got to take care of these people. And it's just people taking care of people, taking care of people, <laughs> taking care of people. That's it. And when, it, when it's done right, man, it trickles down from the top all the way down to the bottom. You know? Yeah. So.
1: yeah.
0: Hey, man, this has been a
1: a Woo. great discussion. Yeah. yeah I hope um, everyone got something out of this. I hope pastors that you have, um, you know, got mm-hmm. the... Took the meat off the bone, and you just like you—you dealing with the gristle now. But that's where we at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, good servant. You know, wrong position, but that can all be turned around by just sharing, caring about people beyond the position. So I want to thank my brother, Mister Slaughter. Slaughter Man. Slaughter yeah. Music. Anytime, anytime, sire. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah, man, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, right, see? Then, <laughs> then, before we get out of here, we could do this thing called 30 Seconds and Gone. So these are yes. rapid fire questions. I hope you're ready. I prepared this,
0: this special oh, for I'm you. always ready.
1: Always. Here we go. 30 Seconds and Gone. Question number one. Put this in order. Wu-Tang, EPMD, Run DMC.
0: Run DMC, EPMD, Wu Tang. Stop playing with me.
1: <laughs> Favorite snare drum mic. Uh, fifty-seven.
0: Fifty-seven. Okay. Classic.
1: Rice Krispies or Frosted Flakes.
0: Frosted Flakes. Okay. <laughs> Favorite comedian. Ooh, ooh, and I love comedy. Uh, I'll say, I'll say right now
1: Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, yeah. okay, yep. he's he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a current Martin Go. Yeah, is, yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. He is.
1: Last question, stick or automatic?
0: Stick. <laughs> Word? My first car was a, my first car was a stick. Wow. I drive driving a stick. My daughter just graduated. And, uh, so for her prom, we uh rented her a um a Mustang GT. Wow. Okay. So so I never drove a Mustang drop top. So I picked the Mustang up and you know the Mustang has different modes. Normal right. sport mode, all that type of stuff. And I haven't driven a stick in a minute. Um and I put that joint in sport mode and, and it and, and the automatic in the sport mode, it shifts like a stick. So when you're driving it, yeah, but then but then when you hit the brake, it oh, actually wow. downshifts. Wow! So you're not shifting. It's an It's a sport. so you're not so you so driving you're doing all automatic. this. No. And bro, when I said I missed the, I was like, yo, I missed <laughs> nothing. Nothing better than driving a stick. Nothing. I heard like, that. Did I've you really take
1: that. advantage of the engine, like? You, yeah, 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 yeah. Because a lot you of times the, it's when you drive the stick and you downshift,
0: like my times, you don't even use your brakes. You you don't. You, you just downshift in the third to second. Right. Um, you you have a lot more control of the car. Yep. And um, yeah, you really because honestly, in in automatic, the computer is is doing the shifting for you. Right. And so, if you got a V eight or V twelve and it's an automatic, what are you doing? Like it's, right. you're not you you're
1: <laughs> right, right, right. You should have got a driver. Yeah, right. Drive. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. take
0: all day long, bro. Wow. There you have it. 30
1: seconds and yeah, going. I want to thank my brother, Slaughter yeah, Man, bro, Sean Storm. Attention all churches and organizations. Are you looking to amplify your message and reach your community in a powerful way? Introducing Podcast Made Simple, the perfect solution for churches and organizations, and even yourself, eager to step into the world of podcasting with ease and confidence. Our beginner course serves as a comprehensive guide helping you navigate the ins and outs of podcasting effortlessly. From selecting the right equipment to crafting engaging content, Podcast Made Simple provides step-by-step guidance tailored to your needs. No more struggling with complicated technology or feeling overwhelmed by the process. Without course, you'll be recording and sharing your message to the world in no time.
0: Podcast Made Simple helped our church connect with our congregation in a whole new way.
1: Thanks to this course, our message is reaching more people than ever before. Don't miss out on this opportunity to engage your community and make a lasting impact. Enroll in Podcast Made Simple today. The link is in the show notes or visit our website, InvisibleMediaConsulting.com.